0: This is Daisenshu EX, the podcast, episode 25 for the week of May 7th, 2006. And the podcast begins with a song of rebellion. Hello, and welcome to episode 25 of Daisenshu EX, the podcast. Oh, that's right. We're at number 25. Is that significant? Yes. It's yes. an
1: anniversary of some sort.
0: It is. We are 25 now. Is
1: it a silver, diamond, golden, platinum? Well, it's one of those metals. It's a medal?
0: I get a medal? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes! <laughs> I am Vegito EX with... A scouter and a medal now. This is fantastic. Yes, hello, I'm Vegito EX. Perhaps you know me as Mike Labrie. And damn it, I said it in the wrong order yet again this episode. So I'm just going to have to turn
1: it over to Mary. Hey, turning it over to Mary. Yeah. Hi. Hey, you yeah. want a medal too? Um, I already got a medal. It's my Iron Chef medal. Oh. I'm super awesome. Uh, I believe that's a shared medal. Crap. Yeah? Okay, yeah. fine.
0: What well- about Julian? Do you have a medal? Do I have a medal? Of course I have a medal. I have medals
2: for all sorts of things. Uh, What am I talking about? (laughs) you got me. All right, then.
0: You exist. Yes, I do. And you're part of this podcast.
2: Yes, and for no apparent reason, I'm speaking in another accent, and I don't know A British accent! (laughs) That was very poor. (laughs) In fact, I'm sure this one is rather poor as well, because we do have listeners from the United Kingdom, but I stand by my poorly faked British accent. That's so there you go.
0: I, I like it. I, I hope you stick with it. we we'll very how long. posh. I like very it. Very posh. Yes. And speaking of posh. Fish posh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there was a segue somewhere in there. <laughs> I don't know. I generally ask Julian how his week has been, what he's been doing, but I can't give any less of a rat's ass about Julian today, so I'm going to ask Mary. Oh. How are you doing?
1: I, I, you know what? I got nothing. All right. You sure. live with me. All right. You know what I do. I, I do nothing.
0: Fine, Julian. What's up with you? I've been painting. <laughs> painting houses <laughs> oh that's, that's right you started that up this week or last week it's fun
2: this week this week yeah i have a couple of more weeks until i go to school to start my own research project there so until then i'm trying to make money because you know being in japan equals bleeding cash because everything is so damn
0: expensive uh, money yeah money's mm-hmm. nice to have it buys you nice things that's right
1: mm. like scouters
0: like scouters. And medals. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> all right.
1: Um, <laughs> now that this is turning into a show about
0: nothing. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me pull it back to me this week. I- I'm going to say what I've done with Dragon Ball this week because this is a Dragon Ball podcast. And pff, uh, what have I done with Dragon Ball this week? You're asking me? Oh, I know what I did. I got a uh, an R2 from Tanuki Kuribo this week. Thank you. Tanuki. 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 He got a few crack DVDs, so he sent me one. And uh, it was pretty freaking sweet. I, I enjoyed it. I had it on the background while I was doing stuff, so that was cool. Little uh, Goku punching Nappa in the gut. Yeah? Yeah.
1: yeah hardest hits.
0: Mm. That's true. What else did I do? Oh, I played Sparking this week for a little
1: bit. Yeah, he played his, uh, some pretty interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Like really minor characters
0: Yeah, I enjoy that that's And uh, every time I play the game, I forget how to play And it takes me several fights to remember how to play And the cursing
1: actually didn't resume this time No, because I won And it's good when I win Because then Mike doesn't break furniture <laughs> And legs <laughs> Legs. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mary <laughs> It's okay,
0: I like this wheelchair, it's comfy <laughs> That's good Um. So I guess that's it, that that was our stuff Stuff You want to talk about news? Typically, I would start off this section, but Mary wants to do this piece of news, so Mary's going to start off the section.
1: Okay, starting off the section with news relating to D-O-N, Battle Stadium. In any event, there is an official game logo for the D-O-N, and... It's kind of nutty because I I think I'm paranoid and the D looks like it's part of the Dragon Ball logo. The O looks kind of one piece-ish and the N could be kind of Naruto looking or maybe I'm just reading <laughs> into it too much. But yeah, it's uh, red, yellow, and blue and the D-O-N kind of go in a diagonal line and it's written in both English and Katakana. Yeah,
0: and the D and the O and the N actually have their little, I guess you'd call them Furigana even though it's on English letters. But it's cute. I like it. Mm. The game's not out yet. The game doesn't come out until uh, July 20th, so we have a long time. In fact, we don't even know much more about the game at this point, except that it has the three series in it. But I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, I yeah, am. I, I am. I can't wait. It's a fan waiting to happen. Uh,
0: the fangasm has already happened, but it will happen, uh, tenfold when the game comes in. Oh, dear. (laughs) Mmm, yummy. I, I don't know what's yummy about it. So let's talk about a different game. Hey, it's game news this week. I love it. The next piece of news. I don't know how much this is news, except we got some videos of it, and we'll talk about it a little bit, because I guess that's news. That sounds fun. Yeah. We have videos from Sparking Neo, the next game in the Sparking series, coming out on the PS2 and the Nintendo Wii. And Julian, don't you dare do... Do the Wii sound, because do everything it. I heard this week do was it. doing the same thing, and it's driving me crazy. <gasps> oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> have I, I, I know I showed a couple videos to Mary. Julian, did you watch any of these videos at all? Uh, I haven't had the chance yet. Uh, that's a shame. Uh, to me, it looks like more of the same. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Well, I uh, They showed some of the... I hate to use the phrase, but fans have kind of coined it. In-game Transformations and that's really the best way to describe it. It looks kind of neat. You can transform through all their respective levels throughout the episode, or episode, <laughs> game. <laughs> and we're talking about video games. <laughs> I know what's going on. Um, so there was a uh, Goku versus Vegeta video that was out, and I think uh, someone versus 13. Oh, it was Slug versus 13. The Slug does his giant transformation, and 13 does his Gatai. I guess you'd call it a transformation. Even though you don't actually see him absorb the parts, he just kind of goes, blah, I'm big and blue. So it looks like more of the same, except there's going to be a lot more characters. Now, Julian, I actually have a question for you. And we might have to pause and go look at the Flash video. But they are saying something about 100 characters. What I want to know, Mary and I were discussing this the other day, what counts as a character? Because in the first Sparking game individual forms counted as individual characters. Now in the first game, you couldn't transform in the middle of a battle. You had to choose your form before the battle. This I one see. you can still transform during the battle, but are they going to count the transformations as characters? So I want to go take a look at the flash video right now and tell me what it actually says about the 100.
2: Shinkara ga zokuzoku. Zokuzoku is what Zokuzoku is what sound effect. Zoku zoku. Shudder, thrilling. Ah. Or one after another. So there's lots and lots of new characters in this one. So <laughs> my inclination would be to think that they've turned transformations into part of the same character, but I don't really know.
0: Right. You know I'm really tempted to believe they're going to count transformations as individual characters again, but we don't know. Because if they do that, they can easily throw 100 characters in the game, because the last one had, I don't even remember at this point, but it was a decent enough number. It wouldn't take all that much effort to do more. But hey, we don't know yet. I'm still looking forward to the game. What I like about the series is that I can play as uh, Tal Pai Pai with Kill You on my back and uh, Kill You. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, I think that's all there is on Sparking Neo right now. There's the official website up. Oh, you can check out that Flash video with all the character names and all sorts of crazy flying stuff. And it's kind got a neat song. And uh, let's talk about the last bit of news this week. And that is video game news still. This one is for Super Dragon Ball Z coming out for the Japanese PS2 in June, I believe. Um, Yep, June 29th this year for the Japanese PS2, and then sometime in July for the American PS2. Six extra characters for the home release. We mentioned a couple of them last week. They are confirmed at the top of the back of the box for this game. They include Majin Buu, and it's the fat Buu, Piccolo Daimao, Majin Vegeta, Videl, a neat Mecha Frieza, and then Gohan with his Kyoshinki, a little older Gohan. So I'm looking forward to the game. There are some videos of the game up this week as well, and uh, you actually got to play it in Japan. Yeah, I guess it was I earlier did. this year, maybe uh-huh. the tail, tail, tail end of 2005. But you well, played it. Well, no, in-
2: 2006. I I didn't leave for Japan until it, it was already January. Oh, but, that's true. Um, yeah, it, it was not bad. I was not good. The <laughs> people who played after and before me were very good. Right.
0: Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Looks like it plays like some nice, good street fighting
1: action.
0: And I think Mary will play this one with me.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I hope. I mean, if I can figure out the game.
0: Yeah. You, well, we were watching the video. You looked a lot more interested in this one than you did in some <laughs> of the other ones. Yeah,
1: that's true. Because I know
0: you can play Street Fighter. You're pretty decent with that whole kind of genre.
1: It's been about two years since i played it, though.
0: I know. Ah. But but you like the you yes. know quarter circle punch kind of games. I
1: like it more than circle, square, triangle, go. <laughs>
0: Uh, I believe it's, uh, square,
1: square, 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 triangle,
0: uh, Mary, (laughs) you gotta play the Budokai games, I don't know what's going on here. So there's the news for the week, I don't think there's anything else, it was all video game related. Does anyone know of anything else?
1: No. Uh,
0: no. Well, I mean, there's plenty of news, but nothing relating to Dragon Ball. So that's it. You wanna talk about topic... This week, we are going to talk about technology as it appears in the Dragon World. And I know when I think about Dragon Ball, I think about cool gadgets.
1: There is an astounding amount of technology. In a mystical fighting world. Yeah, actually. Yeah, there is. Now,
0: Julian, perhaps you can talk a little bit about this, because I think you translated something about it. And that is Toriyama and his fascination with, was it like German stuff?
2: Yeah, well, he he has this peculiar fascination with, like, especially like things like World War II military technology, like tanks and planes and things. In fact, there's an image in you number one of Goku riding um, this military motorcycle, which is, like, directly copied from, I don't remember if it's an illustration, but there's definitely a model kit that has, like, this allied soldier on this bike. So he's definitely got a, a love of, like, these kind of very intricately detailed, weird, like, technology-type things yeah. he likes to draw in his stuff. I mean, it's not so evident in things like the video games he does because he's forced to stick to, like, more fantasy-type things. Like slime monsters.
0: One of my favorite examples is uh, that picture of Mr.
1: Satan with the thumbs down on top of the tank. <laughs> oh, yeah, and isn't he wearing, <laughs> yeah. like, a hard hat or something? Or am I just making that up? No, no, I think he's I just think he
2: fair-headed, is. but he's, like because <laughs> he's got a tank, and Boo just and Boo and Gohan are just sort of like...
0: Yeah, I like that picture. Maybe I'll put that up if I can. Uh, I think it's a two-page spread, and I don't want to scan that. Maybe I'll find a better example somewhere. But hey, let's talk about this actual technology. Talking about tanks, I think it makes sense to start off with vehicles. Yes. Vehicles. Vehicles. <laughs> Vehicle. Uh, okay. Let's just talk about the cars and motorcycles in general, just the uh, non-flying ones, just the nice ones on the land. I like the motorcycles that are one-wheel, so I guess that would be a unicycle.
1: Who drives a, a one-wheeled... A one-wheeled? <laughs> one-wheeled. Yeah. One... yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, okay. One-wheeled vehicle. I think we see Poma on one at one point. Is it Yamcha on one, or is that like a hover scooter? Thing? I think he had a no. hover scooter.
2: Yeah, he had like the, the hovering... Oh, what is it? The jet Momonga, or the jet flying squirrel, so... But that, yeah, that didn't have any wheels. It's right. actually interesting because they sort of transition. Early on in Dragon Ball, they do have some wheeled vehicles. But right. then, very quickly, Toriyama makes a shift to, to like, yeah. hovering Everything stuff.
0: hovers. I like the... it's. At the very beginning of the series, it's that um, two-story van truck thing that they drive along in. Oh, yeah. It's like
1: they have an adventure in an RV. It's oh, awesome. Yes. They should have kept that for quite some time. <laughs> the
2: Oolong house wagon.
1: Yes. <laughs> they should have kept that, man. I know. That was a nice one. has some, like, wacky on-the-go house parties. Like, panties yes. flying off and <laughs> naked pillow uh-huh. fights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you yeah. want to see that with Oolong and Goku. Oh, dear. Yes. <sighs> Well, I
0: guess that's all there is to uh, on the ground. Wield things. Let's well, talk about the hovercars then. Uh, there's lots of them. Yes. In fact, even Goku's family seems to be able to afford them at some point. Yes.
2: How? We don't know. Why are perhaps still it's because they on have. Plenty? Yeah. Well, well it perhaps like it's plenty? because they also have connections to you know. Yeah.
0: Later on, I mean, have some Corporation. They get that house edition and they have all sorts yeah. of vehicles. But
2: I mean, if you think about it, the, the earnings from the win aren't going to last that long because Goku ate most of. Hamisen
0: after the 21st Budokai. So
2: if he wins the 23rd Budokai, you know, just for dinner for him, I imagine
0: he'd lose well, it pretty well. Well, come on. The mean? property taxes have to be extremely low up on Mount Pauzu. So that's, that's fine.
1: Low no cost of living, yeah. Yeah, there's no one up
0: there. In fact, they probably don't even know to tax him. This is going off in a completely different direction. And and they don't
1: go food shopping that much. He hunts for his own food. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right. But somehow they own a car. (laughs) Yes. Even Ox King has a hover car. I
0: love it when he shows up in that thing. (laughs) (laughs) He's uh, Uh, three times the size of the car,
1: but that's okay. It's all
0: right. He still manages. What other cool hover things are there in the series?
2: Um, Well, there's that little hover scooter that the, what is it, the policeman is on. Oh, yeah. Goku visits uh, Capsule Corp home base for the first time. Yeah. But he gets it tuned up by Dr. Brief, and that's a bad idea. Oh, I
0: remember that one. Yeah, and he goes (laughs) flying off with that thing. Uh, Ah, good times, good times. All right, well, let's talk about a little bit of alien technology then. And the first thing would be the Saiyajin, and I guess they're technically from Frieza, the uh, space pods they all travel in.
1: Well, they're pretty easy to draw.
0: They are, I guess they're just (laughs) globes. Circular. They only fit one person. Yeah. (laughs) That kind of sucks. But they seem to be able to communicate in them at least a little bit. Yeah.
2: Well, if you think about it, the hatch is kind of the shape of, like, the, the seam on, like, a tennis ball or a baseball.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right.
1: That's kind of neat. I kind of like that it breaks the stereotype of a typical flying saucer. It's oh, not a we'll disc. It's not a disc. <laughs> oh, okay, there's the one that right. we'll get to. Right. But for the general villains floating around in space, these those nice spheres. It's, yeah. that, it's different. It's they a seem to idea. be the
0: all purpose, everyone gets them, standard issue. Yay. Even <laughs> Goku gets one. <laughs> That's true, yeah, Goku had one. Um, What's in them? We, they, they got the nice cushiony chairs. They got a little yes. viewing window. I'd imagine oh, you get pretty and, and, cramped. Yeah, and they've over. got
2: life support equipment if the person is in danger. Because if you remember when Vegeta Yeah, Vegeta climbed back in, yeah. But uh, when he got there, he had like this life support mask thing, on right, or something, right? Well, that's he good. He not in good shape.
1: That's convenient. With yeah. the inside pretty bloody though, <laughs> I feel yeah. sorry for whoever has to clean that up. It's okay. They all died, anyways. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I'm, I'm
0: assuming. <laughs> all right, Whoa. so let's yeah. talk about the other spaceships. Uh, Frieza and King Cold. Well, I guess, no, Frieza did have his own big spaceship. They had, he had, had a flying one. saucer. Yeah, those I are the flying saucers. That's more of the generic flying saucer. But not kind of as
1: thing. flat. They kind of have, like, the big windows going all around. Yeah. I like it.
0: Yeah. It seems bigger when you're inside it. Than- yeah, it seems more like a, a big base. <laughs> yeah. When they are actually yeah. in there. I like it when Vegeta's running around. It's that scene where he's running down the hallway and he blasts one direction, then runs the other direction. Yeah. It's nice and big. It's spacious. He's got um, the doctor in there. I'm assuming there's a cafeteria. And, <laughs> there uh,
1: is. Oh, wait, no, is there, there isn't. isn't. No, I was thinking of the Barnock special where Barnock runs in some place and like, tries uh, to tell everyone, but I don't think they're in a ship at that no, point. No, that was Planet
0: Vegeta. As Maggie would say, they're having a bang in time. <laughs> <up on there. laughs>
1: bang in time while Planet, Planet Vegeta. <laughs>
0: um, did Kula have a ship similar to Frieza's? Yeah, I can't remember. We see yeah. him in
1: it, in the movie, I think. Right. <laughs> he's got but the he nice does... big TVs up there. That was pretty cool. Yeah. He doesn't
2: seem to have it anymore later on, and it's always a point of confusion. But yeah. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You
0: know? King Cold Chip. That was um, almost the same as Freezes, wasn't it? Yeah. Looked the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's got wine up there. So he's uh, he's chilling and grilling up on his spaceship. Got a little bit of wine. And well, got how do you nice know bar that it's
2: wine, though. For all you know, it could be like the blood of the innocent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chilled to perfection
2: because
0: <laughs> uh, he's King Cold. So are we saying that King Cold is a vampire? <laughs>
1: sure.
2: Uh, i was just trying to point words. out that we don't know what it is.
1: All right. It's Delicious. soda. It's a tap drink. <laughs> a tap. Oh, <laughs> a tap. All right.
2: Even a fountain drink?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Enough of that it's one. Soda. Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about the time machine. Oh, yeah. This is a hardcore Ooh. one.
1: Yeah. Bola made it. How did Boba make how a time works. machine? I mean, I don't doubt that she has the mechanical know-how, but, but th- she knows quantum physics. How did she and, make a time machine?
2: <laughs> Let's not think about it too deeply. Suffice to say that <laughs> maybe her future self traveled back to give her the plans to work it out, or the schematic. Think about it. It could be like a causality schematic. loop. She, she goes back into the past to give her younger self the plans, who, the, who then figures them out and builds the time machine and travels back to give her the plans. Think about it.
0: I like Back to the Future. <laughs> well, it's
2: not exactly Back to the Future, because things change in that loop. But...
0: That's true, yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know,
2: the point is that she makes one.
0: Right. Now, this one doesn't look as comfy as some of the other things. No, I you don't You just like, kind of sit there. I don't
1: like how it opens from the top. It would be nice if it had, like, a little elevator.
0: But like... you know what? If time travel's instantaneous, I guess you don't need to get too comfy. You just kind of go.
1: Well, we see a scene where you see Trunks floating in some kind of time stream, and he's in there just sitting and thinking to himself, and you know, a few seconds pass i don't I don't remember this at all. I do um I, I do not remember the episode exactly, but I can picture the color scheme, oh. and it's all wavy looking, and he's just sitting there and it's kind of blue and purplish. but yeah, he's sitting in there, and uh, he's chilling and grilling with his blood wine. No, 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 no. <laughs> Trunks is not a drinker, he's a good
0: boy. Okay, so is there anything else to say about the time machine? It's kind of interesting looking. It looks almost like some of the robot designs. I don't know. It's it's
1: strange. What I like about all the technology is that they all have a consistent uh, feel to it. like Very round looking. Pod, yeah. Definitely. Pod-cast
0: even? No. Mm. Mm. How would you draw the podcast Dragon Ball style? Mm. There's a contest waiting to happen. I have no idea. Um all right, planes, planes, planes. There's lots of planes in the series. Snakes. <laughs> I want these unicorn snakes off this mother unicorn plane.
2: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh... yeah. All
0: right, I'm pulling out Daisenshu Four here because there's a crapload of planes in here. So let's take a look at some of these. We've got uh we've got Pilaf's plane, and his is. More of an old-school kind of plane. It's got the propeller on the front and wheels. What else do we have? They're all outlined by numbers. I really suggest getting a hold of Dazenshi 4 if you're interested in these kind of designs because they're all numbered and it shows... Uh, schematics, yes? What What is that from, schematics, are they talking about... Is that um Dane Cook that talks about schematics? <laughs> well, it, schematics
2: is like, think it you is. know, details I know like, what schematics
0: are! <laughs> Schematics.
2: <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm in a lab with Bunsen burners going. I've got elixirs in schematics. I don't even know what schematics are, but I want them back there because I know schematics
0: belong in labs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jokes. I
1: like jokes.
0: You know what my favorite plane mm. is?
1: And I think it's from Filler. Okay. It's when Imperfect Cell is fighting Krillin <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's have an old-fashioned fight on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> There's a creature on the wing of this plane. <laughs> And, then and the bald guy <laughs> And his head goes through the plane <laughs> and it gets sucked there and Cell goes just um, <laughs> I'm imitating Cell very poorly. Oh I got <laughs> what it. does it sound like
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
1: Alright,
0: you know who has lots of planes is the Red Ribbon Army. And uh I'm sure a lot yeah. of them get blown up big time.
2: You know, what I always wondered about that though is another piece of technology. Yes. And that is the capsules.
0: Oh, I have that on the list. Don't worry.
2: Yes, the Red Ribbon had an awful lot of them, but you know why would the Capsule Corporation sell to them?
0: Well, greedy Bastards. They sold them to Zmart, and um, Red Ribbon Army has connections, and they just stole them off the back of the truck. Okay, fair enough. Yes, yes. Bought Bought from this the g, g Store. <laughs>
1: <laughs> capsules, <laughs> trading cards, <laughs> capsules. We already did this, Joe. Never told.
0: <laughs> so, uh. uh We're talking about the Red Ribbon Army. Let's talk about their robots, because I think they actually built these as opposed to uh, blind blind them. (laughs) Red Ribbon Army robots, discuss.
1: Go. I, I haven't actually seen that arc. So I have no authority Here, to look talk. look at about. pictures. Okay, uh, let me tell you about these fancy pictures that I'm looking at. They look like chickens. <laughs> yeah, they <look> like chickens <laughs> and <they're> robots. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say about Red Ribbon Ar- Army's yeah. robots. <laughs> yes. Yeah. it's a robot chicken.
2: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I
1: think we need to take a break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, my lord!
0: Oh. <laughs> does, does anyone have anything uh, on, constructive to say about the red ribbon army robots? They blow up real good. I don't know. I mean, they... <laughs> moving on. We will talk about the Castle Corps robots. <laughs> I guess they're oh, more geez. suits than robots. My favorite example is uh, Bulma in the Namekian ocean with. Uh, That's fairly interesting. Count. You hush. <laughs> you had good jokes. <laughs> okay. That wasn't a good joke. No. I failed. <laughs> All right. Capsule Corporation suits some robots. Compare, contrast.
1: <laughs> I do not know what a capsule corp suit is. Oh, wait a minute. They got space suits. Yes. Yes, yes. they do. And it says Goku with an H. <laughs> Goku. Goku.
2: Yes. And, uh, well, let's see. We also, well, I mean, there's a, Red Ribbon had some of those mech suits, you know? Mm-hmm. And Pilaf had some too. The three that formed like the little. Yes, they did. Pilaf had his nice
0: little short one. It was cute. Yes. He looked like a cute little guy in his little suit. Yes. And uh, I don't know. I mean, aside from
2: Pilaf and the Reverend Army, you don't really see people using them that much. That's true. So let's too... talk about something else.
0: What
1: about okay. the um the big spaceship that Dr. Brief makes for Goku? Uh Oh, did I not oh, have yes. that on here?
2: Yeah, supposedly it's like remodeled from the technology of the one that Goku had.
0: Yeah, let's talk about capsules.
2: Capsules. They are the miraculous technology. Bon! That allows... Everything and anything to fit inside a teeny tiny little space.
1: A house, you got. A house,
2: it? a car, a giant robot, a plane,
1: a refrigerator,
2: um, refrigerator.
1: <laughs> Cute little. You always wonder if
2: people could get trapped in those things. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna catch them all. <laughs> think about like <laughs> the research and development on these things. It's got to be like somebody holds it in their hand too long after pressing the button, and you know. <laughs>
1: That's, g- that's got to be a class enjoyment.
2: action lawsuit waiting to happen.
0: Well, you know, when you own half the world, you don't have to worry about that too much. I guess. Yeah. But
2: still, you you got to wonder if there's people, you know, not smart
0: enough to throw the thing out there. <laughs> you know. uh, I named our iPod Hoyboy. Boy. I just figured I'd throw that out there. Yeah. That was appropriate. That's, that's I, I try not to press a button and throw it across the room, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's to, right. I like to hold it and hold it close to me.
2: Create
1: it like a little child. Mm.
2: Create it like a little grenade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, what's your favorite capsule? Uh,
0: My favorite capsule. My favorite capsule would be, uh, Pikachu. No. Oh, oh, Dragon Ball. Um, my favorite (laughs) capsule. I do not know. So, someone else say it.
2: Um, my favorite capsule would have. To be, how about, like, the number nine from the very first thing that has just pops
0: out the motorcycle and Goku's like,
1: you're a witch.
0: Like, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to yeah. go next because I'm going to steal Mary's answer. I'm going to say Trunks' refrigerator.
1: Oh, that actually wasn't my answer. Okay, fine. Then what's yours? It's uh that little aircraft they use um, when Goku's sick, they kind of throw him oh, yeah. on the plane.
0: That's a nice big one.
1: Yeah, it's a nice big multi purpose. Let's fit eight people in here and have nice conversations on the <laughs> ground and receive faxes. <laughs> so. That's right, they have a fax machine on the plane. <laughs> so it's a nice multi purpose <laughs> air vehicle. So I like it. And yeah. it has a, it's a three digit number. I don't remember what it is.
0: You know, if they made this today, they wouldn't have a fax machine. They'd just get a text message, and, like yes. hook, th- hook their phone up to a monitor or something. I like the fax machine. And speaking of fax machines, uh, Dragon Radar. (laughs) Nice segue. Thank you. Dragon (laughs) Radar. How does it sense Dragon Balls? Do they emit some kind of electromagnetic energy? They must. How else would it work? Um, It sounds um, nice. Great question. Yeah. They're nuclear. Hmm, They're going to go
2: boom. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, hey,
0: a certain set does blow up the earth. What's the half-life what? of a Dragon Ball?
2: That's a very good question. I mm. think you're looking a little too deeply into this.
0: I am not. I am looking far away from it. But
2: Namekians have magical powers, and maybe it's magic and not They've radioactive. They've got
0: big balls!
2: My good fault. You are not else? a very good ACDC impersonator.
0: I uh, never tried before, so... Uh... <laughs> I enjoyed my first attempt. Uh, You press the button on the top, and apparently that cycles through everything. One button works. Yeah, there's no
1: menus on this thing. (laughs) You know, you press a button, and boom, you're on the next screen. Dragon Radar's GUI really sucks. You know that? Oh, let's just assume that was one of Bulma's early designs. She made it back in college. You know, it was her thesis. College? She was 16. No way. Well, she's smart enough. Oh, you're right. All right. Uh, On a completely different level,
0: very advanced technology with, uh, you know what? It also has one button. For its going, that's the scouters.
1: Yeah, but that actually looks like it, it can okay. have menus on here it. here goes Mike. but No, scouter. That's right, pictures. Oh no, he's wearing it. You people can't see it, but he is.
0: Oh,
2: I weep for the world. Scouters,
0: their numbers show up, not as numbers. It's some kind of other language.
1: You know, it's all universal to all
0: the aliens. Yeah, so what the hell? They all speak Japanese or they all speak English, but uh, completely different numbers and alphabet. What's going on here? I don't know. I, I disagree. I disagree with this technology. <laughs> but my, you, you like it enough to own it. My favorite scouter incident is uh, mm-hmm. pulling it off of Raditz's dead body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: My favorite scouter incident is when people get so mad that they crush it in their hands. Like I just did? Yeah. The G2EX angry style. <laughs>
0: Julian, your favorite scouter incident.
2: When they explode off people's heads because the power goes up.
0: <laughs> and yet, no one ever gets their eye poked out or anything.
2: Yes, it just sort of shatters, but nothing gets in people's eyes. They're not like, ah! They're like, oh.
0: <laughs> that would have been a really, really funny like little side character. The scouter blows up and pokes their eye out or something. I'd have enjoyed that. No, it didn't happen. Toriyama loves throwing in fart jokes, but he can't have someone's eye get poked out.
1: What? Ugh. He's got to draw the line somewhere. <sighs> All right, let's talk about oh, guns. Dear. Lots and lots of guns. Only bad yes. men use guns.
2: Well, no. Bulma uses a gun <laughs> against Goku, and Mr. Satan uses a Goku. Well, well, he tries to use a gun against Mr. Mo- Majin Buu.
0: Yeah, but yeah. someone and... someone shoots the dog. Oh, the dog and the old yes. people. They get killed by a sniper guy.
2: Yeah, that's really... That, for For Dragon Ball, that is really, really out of place. Yeah, you know? yeah. totally. But, um, you know, it's interesting that despite the high technology in the world, you yeah. still use, like, standard projectile guns.
1: Okay, it's so weird that um, 17 uses a gun <laughs> on an old guy. Well, you know, for him, that's just more fun. Because <laughs> he's a sadistic <laughs> yeah, he bastard, can, and he I love him. Blast. I mean, he's just
0: playing the game. Right. So it's like him running around with a light zapper. Or something <laughs> like, hee <laughs> hee Yes, I like to think of 17 going around going,
1: I'm going to shoot people. Yay! Bang,
0: bang! Bang, bang. Uh, Lots of blasters. I like Freeze's underling blasters. They just got it connected to their wrist. Ah, no muss, no fuss. No? Yep. What other kind of cool guns and stuff do we have? Oh, we were just watching DBZ Movie 2 the other day, and uh, Dr. Cochin's arm explodes into that nice automatic machine gun thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's that's priceless, yes.
1: Hey, Tao Popeye has gun arms, doesn't he? Oh, I love Oh, Well, he, well, he has
2: his energy beam arm. Yeah. He has a super dodon pa, Yeah.
0: And the other arm
2: is like a blade when the yeah, hand drops off.
0: Yeah, totally. Very cool.
1: So Tao Pai technology. Kill you. <laughs> All right. He well, you know what?
2: Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, I don't know. I mean, aside from that, what do we have? I can't really think of anything else
0: in the way of firearms, per se. So, okay. Well, people's arms can shoot things, so they got firearms. Oh! Grown. And uh, I think it's time to briefly go over the most advanced technology in the entire series, and that is the Ningen.
1: Well, they kind of already had an episode about them. Yeah, but they are the most advanced technology. He, he, he put his brain in a body. We don't know how he put his brain in a robot body, but he did. Would you put your brain in a robot body? What, like a robot human body? Yeah.
2: No. I'd put it in something better.
0: Oh, dear. Uh, so yeah, we've talked about the Jinzo Ningen a lot in past episodes, but it's worth noting that they're cool.
1: They're highly advanced. I enjoy them. They come with unlimited energy, some of them. Some of them. The rest can suck out energy. And with all their eyeballs, they can seem to read the world in, like, infrared and, and numbers and digital. They have, like, technology eyes. Bionic eyes. They have technology
0: eyes. They <laughs> have technology eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary.
1: <laughs> hey, I yeah. have my one good
0: joke of the day. Let it be. <laughs> all right. Is there any other cool technology either of you would like to bring up?
1: Mm, um,
2: technologies. We did spaceships, we did weapons, we did robots, we did vehicles, we did...
1: Tapion's bedroom!
0: Tapion's bedroom?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's technology, that's we, don't, we don't know what the hell it is. It's kind of mystical,
0: because it's going to hold them in. That's a yeah, hell see, of a bedroom, though. But we
1: see mechanical parts in it. Yeah, and it goes poof. So yeah, it's
2: both it's, it's mystical a,
1: it, and mechanical.
2: It, it, it's a music box, it, that's the mechanical.
0: No, not that, you haven't seen the movie, so you okay, don't know. Okay, <laughs> fine,
2: fine.
0: <laughs> I think that's it for technology. We are actually going to talk about more technology in a future episode, but it's not this technology. We're going to talk about mystical technology. And I guess that wouldn't be technology, but just mystical items. So look forward to that in the future. So I think that's it for our subject. Our topic, Hmm. even, is what I usually call it. It's time to hit up a new segment that we premiered last week, and that is DBZ ABCs.
2: Today's topic on Dragon Ball ABC is BBD Bobbity boo. It's a so triple it B threat. It's a triple oh, threat. Oh yeah! This is the name pun at work with the characters of babbedy and boo, and by extension, Bobbity's what father, something like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's his father, sure. Um, let's, let's not think about that whole process.
2: Yes, but this is funny because it's a name pun. And <laughs> it...
0: I get jokes. <sighs>
2: Anyway, um, this is one of the Disney-based jokes that Toriyama has used over the course of his career. So, yeah, that amuses me because people like, well, people who are not adults point to DBZ as being very adult and going like that. But, you know, looking at this, you know, no.
0: There's also but, just a lot of people that like to do the whole Disney versus anime comparison. And... Yeah, but a lot
2: of anime people got inspired by Disney. Osamu Tezuka, Toriyama. Right. Bunch of other
0: people well and you know Julian, you have to sing this part of the song <laughs> I, mean, I believe you need the lyrics no no yeah no yes sing sing my puppet sing <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> i don't
1: want to ah! <laughs> <laughs> i said sing and
0: dance <laughs> yes and so, dance the of the
2: Put, it, Put it, together. it
0: together. What have you got? got <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs>
1: <Lovely>. <laughs> <laughs> now, while Julian
0: sulks in the corner, I'm going to turn it over to Mary for her segment. No, that's it. Stop <laughs> crying. Mary. Yeah, you're going to hit me too? No, I wouldn't hit Mary. Only Julian. Mary, your segment. What's it called? Oh, yes. Top five. Mary, you're top. F- Julian, you all right? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Making sure he's out of the corner. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you can come out now. It's all right. Come on. Come, come out on. of the darkness and into the light. I give you a treat. Come on. Mary. Yo. Your segment this week is the top five characters with wasted
1: potential. Right. Now
0: by potential, what do you mean?
1: I mean that they either arrive on the scene with a hell of a lot of power and they don't do anything with them later. Um or Or just could have been cool. Or, or they could have been cool, or they they worked really hard to a point and then kinda stopped. Yeah. So that those are the things that constitute this list. Alright. Well, let's just get it on number five i'm gonna have to give it to Ten Shinhan. i i like him because he is so thoroughly badass in dragon ball and a little bit in in early dbz and he, then he holds his own what i like about him throughout the entire series they all get
0: thrown aside but Ten han is the one who gets his moment to shine in every single saga it's
1: just not Ex- enough except maybe the frieza saga does he do anything in Boo? Yeah, he gets his one big hit in on Boo. Man, I must not have seen that episode. <laughs> oh, but, but anyway. Uh, yeah. They should have done more. I mean, for a while, he was the strongest human, per se. He beat Goku. He did. So yeah, that's got that's got to count for something. Yeah. But I guess he could have been a whole lot more. Well, because he did have those moments to shine. That's why he's at the very bottom of the list. Right. I agree. Okay. So how about number four? Number four is going to go to Videl because she is an example of someone who's just a regular chippy. And you know she had some fighting instinct in her, and she trained up to a point and decided to just become a mother. Not that there's anything wrong with being a mother and fighting. Chi Chi does a little bit of that, but yeah. she kind of stops. I mean that's yeah. her own decision. But she learned but, uh, how a fly, and she's just a regular a girl,
2: but on the other hand she did, well, in the animation, becomes great Saiyaman Mark II.
1: Ah, that's true. So she so did she have a
2: little bit of... crime For a little bit, until yeah. she
0: had a baby. And then she was like, well, I guess I'll stay home.
2: Yeah, what does she do after that? I mean, her she main... She washes dishes
0: for, I mean, her, main, other her main
2: talents before that seemed to be fighting crime. You don't yeah. really learn much else about her.
1: Yeah, she should have become a police officer. That's a Something. great... Yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot that she was a superhero for a while, along with Gohan. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's when she was at you know, the peak of what she could have done with herself, and, you know, even watching movie 13 a few weeks back, she kind of deliberately let Gohan do all the work. She was cowering behind a car for a little bit. <laughs> it's like, hey, you're not trying hard enough, you're just posing. Yeah. So, yeah, Vidal at four. All right, well, let's just keep going. Number three. I'm going to have to knock my boy, Present Trunks. Present Trunks. Present Trunks. Not, oh, not ride trunks. trunks, yes. Chibi Trunks, but not Chibi as the Chibi, because right. he's... He's, he's a bad dude. So we're talking about the trunks from our timeline, and I guess... Towards Post-teenager. Z- right, post-teenage. Yes. So that would be the very end of Z era, then into GT. Right. At the end yes. of Z, we don't really get to see him do anything, so I'm not going to count that. But in GT, he doesn't really fight all that much. Um, He doesn't get... A chance to do a lot of things and oh god damn it, we don't even get to see him fuse. I wish we <sighs> yes. could. I hate yes. that whole trunks because they forgot what Chibi Trunks was. They turned him into future trunks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two separate characters here. No, but yes. he wasn't uh, he wasn't E Trunks because oh, he that's wasn't the point. No, I mean if they were going for that they didn't make him sincere and polite and angsty enough. Not quite, but it, it so was they, kinda they, there.
2: They just made him like a jerk. Yeah. yeah. He's just kinda like, there. Instead of being happy go lucky, he's like, yeah. But, yeah. but I gotta say, though, he may be a bad dude, but is he a bad enough dude to rescue the president when the president has been kidnapped by ninjas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Julian. Uh, that is neither here nor there, but I thought I would say it.
0: Actually, it is over there. It's just very, very far over there. Very <laughs> number oh. two.
1: Number two, for similar reasons <laughs> as Trunks, is uh, Oob, who is made out to be the shit dude for being the reincarnated version of Boo. go go and who <laughs>
0: takes off with him. He gives him Kintone, and he trains him for, what, ten years or something like that? Maybe t-
1: five, depending on what kind of logic
0: you go with. But
1: So, yeah, that's a hell of a lot of training from the man himself, and what do you do? You get smacked around in GT like a little girl. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's a shame. He's it's no, a damn shame. no one. The show could have been about him, the same way Dragon Ball Z was meant to be about Gohan. And his growing up, but yeah, no, he doesn't sigh. do anything. He wears a vest. All right. Anything else about him? No, oh, it's a shame. I would he's... have liked to have seen him do more.
0: As Julian would say,
1: he's just a poor boy. Nobody loves him.
0: He's just a poor boy from a poor family. He is. He is a poor boy from a poor family. All right. Number one character with the most wasted potential
1: is Goten. Yeah. And very similar to Trunks in that as a kid, he's super, super strong. But even more so than Trunks when he becomes an adult, Goten is a super jerk. He's just on his phone the whole time. He's picking up ladies. Like, what's up,
0: baby? You want to go on a date with me? And he goes, I got to go into space, but I was talking to you on my phone. And maybe I set up a date. I ain't
1: got to go to space. I'm just a pimp go-ten. And, you know, pimp 10 is pretty cool, but he doesn't get the job done. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do it. He's a slacker. And I wonder if this is attributed to not having a father in his life. <laughs> but I'm not going to read into it that much. He's just a lazy bum. To- with a bad haircut.
0: Speaking of lazy bums, there I go again. Let's just move into the next segment. Cause you're
1: done. I am done. You are done.
0: All right, time for the next segment. This month we have a few amazing tons of. Oh my god! No, there's only one thing coming out this month. I think. Really? So far. Well,
2: well, wait, wait. There is something coming out this month, but I gotta go find it. It's uh, DBZ Animanga. manga.
0: Oh, there's more coming out.
2: It continues. Oh, do you know what the date is? Uh, I'm looking that up right now.
0: Well, I think mine comes out before yours. I have the date wrong on the outline. So I'll go first. On May 9th comes out the ninth volume. Of the Ultimate Uncut Edition from Funimation. This one is called Ultimate Sacrifice. And it's DBZ episodes 25 through 27. And judging from the cover, I think Piccolo dies. Not Piccolo die out Oh, just Piccolo dies. Ooh. Uh, $24.95 retail price. But you are retardo if you get it for that. Because you can get it for pre-order for $17. $17. Nice and cheap.
2: Oh, dear. So, Julian.
0: Okay.
2: Manga? Yes. My release has to do with, um, well, the DBZ anime comics. The anime comics continue from where they left off with the so-called Super Saiyajin and Ginyu Force arc. But it actually starts off right where the previous volume, the last one and the Saiyajin one left off, and goes from there. So I guess this is just going to be a very long anime comic series with no point! <laughs> but, uh, anyway, He's
0: still so angry!
2: Yes, it's coming out on... Well, it already came out on the second. Oh, did it? Yeah, huh. but that, that's okay. I, I forgot about it last week. It's 176 pages, and it's retailing for 70, or 710 yen.
0: I mean, it's not too bad. It's cheap,
2: but it's pointless. Get the manga. If you're going to get anything, get the manga. I don't see the point of Agreed. getting the manga.
0: Agreed. Agreed completely. <laughs> and uh, I think that's it for releases for the entire month of May. There's no R2s coming out this month, because we got two sets last month. There's no games coming out until June. <laughs> The next American manga comes out in June, the next and final. So I think that's it for me. All right. So uh, let's go to the emails. <laughs> We have a few emails this week, and uh, we're going to read some of them. We're going to answer some of them, because I think that's what you do with the emails. Really? I'm new to this whole thing. Oh. But let's try it out. You want to try this? Okay. All right. Hey, the first email comes from Brian Clark. It's a nice, easy name. I know how to say that one. Brian says, Why do you feel that people love Tension Han so much? I see him come up a great deal in conversations, slash polls, slash topics about who is your favorite non main character in the series. My personal thoughts are that he always tries his hardest to make an impact, regardless of whether or not it may cause his death. <laughs> see, firing the Kikoho at Napa, holding off Cell, defecting Blues Blast, etc. Yeah, that's true. This just strikes me as incredibly noble and self-sacrificing. Kind of a, even if I have to die, this unicorn hole is going down sort of attitude. We talked yes. about Tenshinhan earlier, and I think, Brian, you uh, summed it up really well. Tension has got that, I don't want to say cliche and typical, but very noble and full of honor. If I'm going down,
1: I'm taking you with me and I'm going to do everything I can. And uh, I'll probably die. Yeah, despite Dragon Ball being filled with almost nothing but manly, manly men, Chen Han's one of the few actually really noble kind of guys. Yeah. That's a good word. Noble. Mm-hmm. I miss those days when he was cool and useful. <laughs> and
0: around. <laughs> and around.
1: Because sometimes he's really funny when he drops his pants. I mean, not intentionally. <laughs>
0: Or when he uh, powers up telling jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Julian, what do you think about Tension Hunt? I think he's a cool guy. I think he's you a know. cool guy, too. I'm down. I'm, I'm down with him. You're down? Chatsu's yeah. down with him. Oh. <laughs> Uh. I'd like to invite you hey, to dinner. Hey, I did not mean anything by that at all. You're reading far too much into what I said. It was all yeah. about your delivery, though. I thought it was delivered very nicely.
2: Your track record has shown
0: <laughs> um, otherwise. <laughs> oh, I run away from my track record. What does that mean? I don't know. Someone else wrote another email.
2: The next email from Yapuza. Which sounds suspiciously like he's trying to cover up his mob connections. (laughs) Maybe they won't notice. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Hey, guys. (laughs) Over the years in the dragon world, you see different religions. In DB, you see monks running around. I think there's a Hindu back in the early episodes. In one episode, Goku and his friends are fighting a vampire. Gruden gets beaten down, and so Puar and Bora double-team with garlic, and Puar turning into a porcupine thing. As a finishing move, I think he means Upa. Okay. Upa makes a cross. Why would a vampire be scared of a cross in this world? Well, that's a very good question, and I don't think Toriyama really cares. (laughs) Frankly, um, religion, who knows? It could be similar to this world. There's no real reference to it. There's, I mean, obviously, Kuririn seems to have been taught a form of shorin kenpo, like Shaolin, Mm -hmm. kind of kung fu, before going to Kamesenin. But aside from the fact that it is a temple, we don't really see... I mean, it seems to be very clearly a, a Buddhist temple. Yeah. And given the Chinese bent of things early on, it wouldn't surprise me if there's a form of Buddhism in the Dragon Ball world, despite not, not necessarily being any sort of Shakyamuni or anything. Yeah, um, Makes sense to me. Uh, yeah. As for Hindu or Shinto or Christianity or anything else, I don't know. One Maybe. need only
0: turn to the Christian arc of Kenshin Yes. for uh, but,
2: fun. Wait. But well, but there was a reason there were Christians in Japan, because of the Portuguese missionaries coming yes, over and converting them. Oh, I knew. Um. Uh,
0: but anyway, um,
2: Dracula Man, everybody knows vampires are scared of crosses. <laughs> That's it. Right. That's the only reason.
0: Back in episode 20, we talked about the uh, god hierarchy in the series. Now, Kami-sama is kind of just a, a generic, oh, god kind of thing in Japanese. Maybe you can explain that just real quick. Like, yeah, people well, say kami-sama, but in Dragon Ball, it's a dude. Yeah, so
2: kami-sama in general parlance in Japan, means something like God, it could be a Kami, it could be a God of another religion. But um, in this case, well, people say, oh God, most people, I think, don't know that it's a guy <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, like, the main characters know him, and they're, like, all down. The Piccolo just calls him Kami because he's a rude bastard. Right. Um,
0: I like when God's a little kid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. But, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's, like, uh, an omnipotent thing. Otherwise, you know, what would be the point of everybody else in the series? Yes. But uh, he does seem to have some sort of role as, if not a protector, then at least an overseer of everything below. And he argues on behalf of special people in the afterlife. Although my inclination is to suspect that only people who need something outside of the usual, you know, dual path of the people Such at must desk.
0: is true. So, I don't think we answered the question. Maybe we kind of did. Mary? Uh, yes. You are going to read the next email.
1: Sure thing. Of course, you give me the long one. Ah, ha, ha! you gotta uh, read. Okay. I'll read a story to you, chillin'. Yay, Mary, I wanna hear a story. This one is written by a Flash dude who just signed up on our forums recently. Thank you, oh, Flash dude. Oh,
0: what a dude. feeling. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get the joke, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit uh, of a stretch. It's not I a stretch. I, I like it. Okay, Flash Dude writes Hey guys Hi Hi After listening Vegito E X and Mary go on about the Dragon Box I was filled with a powerful urge to rewatch some of my favourite DBZ movies too, in particular movie thirteen. I love the movie, but as I watched it this time, there was one thing that bothered me near the end. For some reason I couldn't stop thinking about it. After Super Saiyan 3 Gotenks takes on Hildegard and he transforms, he knocks Gotenks aside. As Gotenks slams into the ground below, he immediately splits back into Goten and Trunks. For some reason, this bothered me. For the rest of the movie, I kept having thoughts like, well, it's not like it's just any old power-up. It's a fusion. Shouldn't they stay together till the time limit is up? I tried to think back, but I couldn't remember any other time a fusion character has been knocked out. I need to know if I'm the only one this bothered. Do you guys have any opinions? flash dude ps three of you and your show is the most entertaining commentary on dbz gt that i've ever heard pps i wish i had a scouter like vegeta ex <laughs> Pee-pee. Pee-pee.
2: well um as for the question itself i'd say <laughs> well it, it's a movie but also <laughs> right you know he just got hit that hard you know
0: <laughs> don't you know
2: oh don't you know he just got hit so hard that they just uh you know they split back into their original parts you see you see? I don't even know what I was going for. That. Was I have no idea. Was, was that North Midwest? I have I no know.
0: idea. You know, my answer is that he was in Super Saiyan 3. And we know that Super Saiyan 3 and Super Saiyan 4, later on in GT, uh, mm. decreased the amount of time that you have to be fused. So it was just very convenient that he
1: used up lots of energy and he got hit. And it was about that time, and poof. I think it was an excuse to animate something really cool, like splitting up bodies. Well, they did that in movie
0: 12 as Janemba throws that uh, oh, you're beam right beam thing, but he wasn't hit. He was just standing there peeing his pants. <laughs> so, once again, do we answer the question? I think we kind of did. I think he wants to know if we were bothered. Uh, I'm bothered by lots of things in Dragon <laughs> Ball, and this indeed was one of them, so I agree with you, Flash dude.
1: I was not bothered. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool, too, but I was bothered by it. And bothered by lots of things. I said in my head, Yes, more splitting up of bodies. More, more. But uh, there was
0: no more. No, there wasn't. So uh why don't we do one more email? Let's take a look at this list and see which ones we want well which one we want to do. Okay. Alright. Who wants to read it? I'll do it. You wanna read? Sure. Okay. Oh wait, okay. no, I have to read it. Why? Because it's from the Lecher's and Roshi. And I had to do it in the voice. Okay.
1: You can read it, but Julian can answer it.
0: Okay. Well, I have to read because it's been demanded recently. Okay, fine. All right. I'm going to take the next email because people have been asking me, and by people, I mean, like, two people in the chat room. (laughs) But here we go. This email comes from the lecternist Mutinoroshi. You guys think it's possible that certain Namakasajins such as Piccolo Daimao or Saichoro are larger than normal because they are similar to the ancient SuperNamics, which Kyle describes in movie 4? Also, how come Kami is significantly smaller than Piccolo Daimao? Is it because Piccolo was constantly at large, similar to how his offspring Ma Jr. could? Or is it more likely that Kami was suppressing his size in order to fit through the doors in the heavenly realm? I like that one. I certainly got the impression that Lord Slug was naturally large and merely suppressing his size. I know you don't like movie four, but I'm interested in hearing your opinion on the matter. <laughs> oh, boobies. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, that, that, that last one wasn't written there, but I figured <laughs> it would, uh, make sense coming from the author. Okay.
2: My opinion is that. Well, it's it's hard to say, really. My inclination is that normally they just walk around at their normal size. My thinking as to why Piccolo is so much larger than Kami, aside from being evil, <laughs> is that Kami got old.
0: <laughs> he's hunched over a little bit. He
1: yeah, lost a bit of bone mass. he's hunched over,
2: and he's not as bulky, you know, he's... You know, what do you do up there, anyway? Let's say they have, like, an indoor gym or something that he can go to on a regular it's basis. It's big
0: enough. They probably do. He's got an exercise but, bike, and he's got a little TV that shows him different
1: parts of the world. Mr. Provo is his personal trainer. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, e- but
2: even then, they've got, like, the ravages of time. Right. Piccolo, well, he starts out as big, too, but keep in mind that Toriyama was never really good about keeping sizes. I mean, if you look at Kuririn, from when he shows up as an adult for the first time to the end of the series, it looks like he keeps getting shorter. (laughs) Whereas Goku gets taller and Vegeta gets taller. Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, I don't don't like Movie 4.
2: Yeah. Anyway, that's that's pretty much what I want to say.
0: Okay. That's all I want to say, which isn't much. Mary, do you want to say anything? No, thank you. You don't like Movie 4 either?
1: I just cannot think of an answer for the question. That's, That's okay. Well,
0: um, let's talk about how we get emails. Because we want to get them. We want you. Yes, you. No, turn around. Yeah, you. Yes, yes, you. You. You are going to send us emails because we answer them on the show. Sometimes you do funny voices. Um. Sometimes we talk about how we hate movie four, and occasionally we give you something resembling an answer. You are going to send these emails to. uh no. You gotta go to the website to get the email address. Yes, you do over on the left you can find it so what you do is you send us an email you send us a question we'll answer it but we also accept audio emails we haven't gotten any in a long long time so send them so you record yourself talking you save it you throw it on an email and you send it to us we play it we answer it it's fun for everyone so send us audio emails we would like to answer them we would love to answer them. You can send us text emails, too, just like we've been reading. So send them to us. Send them. Send them. More emails. More emails. <laughs> ah, emails in my belly. You know what it's time for now, folks?
1: What is it time for? Master Mike?
0: Master Mike?
1: I mean, Master Vegito EX <laughs> with the Scouter.
0: Mix Master Vegito EX with the Scouter. Wicka wicka wicker. It's time for a contest. Wicka wicka wicca. wicca, wicca. If you listened to us last week, you would know that we are giving away a free, free, F R E E, free, as in you don't need to do nothing except while well, you kind of do. You're going to get a free DVD of Dragon Ball Movie 3 Mystical Adventure. Mystical. Twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. Mystical. It's all sorts of fun. It's
2: Dragon dun, Ball. Dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Movie okay. 3, courtesy of Tanuki Kuribo, who sends us so much cool stuff to give away. He's a cool guy. Cool dude. Cool dude. Uh, You want this DVD? It's the Funimation release. It's NTSC Regions 1, 2, and 4. It's got the dub. It's got the sub. You want it. You want it in your DVD player. So what do you need to do? You need to send us an email. And that email is going to go to contest at com. That is C-O-N-T-E-S-T at... D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. And so you say, well, I got to send an email, but what else do I need to do? Well, folks, you put your name. Yes, I need a name. You put your mailing address. Yes, I need a mailing address. And at some point in the email, you say the word unicorn. Yeah, we've gotten some great examples of people using unicorn in their emails. I'm not going to share them on the show because some of them are very offensive, but I'm enjoying them, so keep it up. So you can only send one email. But someone's going to win. Someone's going to get a free DVD. And you need to send this email by Friday, April 12th at 12 noon. Noon, noon, noon Eastern American time. So on next week's podcast, we are going to announce a winner. And this winner will receive this free DVD. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. You can be from uh, Cucamonga for all I care. I will send you a free DVD. But you gotta enter the contest, Julian. You can't enter. Oh. Mary, you can't enter. That's okay. We own the movie. I know.
2: <laughs> but my twin, with his goatee and his handlebar mustache, can enter. <laughs> Do
0: you have a top hat too? I mean, does he have a top hat too?
2: Maybe. <laughs> but he twirls his mustache while he strokes his beard, mm. and he ponders the way that he can enter the contest on behalf <laughs> of his twin, his good twin. <laughs>
0: There's an evil Julian? <laughs> uh, I like this prospect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Next week, we are going to give away this DVD. We got all sorts of contests in the future, but this is going to be a good one. It's a DVD. It's new. It's sealed. its I haven't said it in a while. It's sexy. Yes. Sexy DVD. Somehow DVDs are sexy. Yes. So, uh, folks, I think that's a wrap. That's a podcast episode.
2: Is it? Do we have to wrap now?
0: Um. No.
1: But you know who Good. can? Who? Mary? He raps really fast! Yes. Stop barking me! Oh, no, oh. don't stop so barking me.
0: That's all I remember from that song. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to be the sending theme, although I should probably play that at some point.
1: Yes. So. Mary approves.
0: All right. Well, let's just end things up. Folks, you got to enter the contest. you got to head over to the site, because we've said it before, but uh, we were a site before we were a podcast. That's kind of different for podcasts these days. We have a whole site full of things. The site ain't just a place to get the podcast. It's a place to get all sorts of other things. All the news from the week is on the site first. But, oh, there are other things. We have lyrics. We have all sorts of guides. We have even more guides on top of that. we got images. What else do we have on the site, Julian?
1: Free pornography.
2: Ah! We've got lyrics translations. We've got cars. We've got airplanes.
0: We've got... Whoa, wait, wait Wait! Um... We have the forum and we have the chat. Come hang out in the chat. There's always someone there at any given point.
1: Popular is you.
0: Popular is us. So it's time to end the show. Mary. Yo. People can find you sometimes.
1: Yes. Where? Hiding underneath blankets, fearing the outside <laughs> world, <laughs> doomed to never leave her house. But um, other than that, you can find me on the interweb. Really? Yeah. Where? Google it, Joe. <laughs> Google it. Y'all our runs. <laughs> that templeotrunks.com dot com dot com
0: and uh Julian and I you know we mentioned it there's a website some people know it you might know it it's uh where
2: d-a-i-z-e-x dot com that's dies e-x dot com for all your Dragon Ball needs
0: for all of your Dragon Ball needs except your uh, Dragon Ball pornography needs well on a good day I mean no no shit I gotta edit that menu now <laughs> ah, it is time to end the show. Thank you, everyone, for heading over to Daisenchi X. Thank you for checking out episode 25 of the podcast. Episode 26 is next week. I think next week we'll start talking about Anime Next a little more. We'll have uh, we'll have new DVDs, ABCs. We'll have a new top five list. Uh, we won't have any releases.
1: Unless something magically gets announced within the next week. <laughs> it's highly unlikely.
0: Yep. So that's it. Folks, thank you. I am Brigitte EX, and uh, I wouldn't sell my belt to industry, so they parted me, and they carded me off. 第 EX I have to record the
2: spoken word intro to the podcast. <音楽><音楽>
0: Still? Yep. Yeah. It's only a few lines, but I'm having anxiety about it.
1: Do you know what it is?
0: Yep, it goes, uh... Dude, you
1: don't have to write it. Oh yeah, let me hear it.
0: It goes, uh... And the podcast begins with a song of rebellion.
1: That's it.